Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. It's the Room 104 Halloween Special. Trapped in Room 104. It's Room 104, it's Cormac and Saoirse here with you for our Halloween special. And listen, I suppose it would not be our Halloween special without talking about some of the most terrifying movies that have ever been made. But not not just generic talking about, oh, what's the scariest movie ever, right? We're going to talk with a film expert about some of the most horrifying things that happened on set of some of these movies, right? This is real-life stuff that happened to people who were involved in making some of the most terrifying movies of all time. Joining us now this evening uh, is film critic and podcast. He's just released a brand new series. If you're a horror fan, you're going to absolutely love this. It's called Scared Shitless. We are delighted to welcome onto the show tonight, Mr. Gordon Hayden, sir. How are things? I'm good, Cormac. Hey, Sirius. How are you guys keeping? Yeah, we're doing good. Obviously, Halloween, which is terrifying enough tomorrow. Um, You've probably reviewed every film under the sun. But just first and foremost, what is the scariest film in your opinion? Do you know, it's it's sort of, there's ones that can be like from a gross out perspective, but ones that really stay with you for days. Do you know what one actually did stay with me for days was um, was The Shining and 28 Days Later. I just thought those films really just got under my skin. I think I've just developed this fear of uh, of walking down ho- hotel corridors for fear of uh, ghostly <laughs> twins just popping up. Do you know what I mean? Like that really freaked me out. And then with 28 Days Later... For years growing up as a kid, like if you watch any zombie movies, they were always these like uh, shuffling, uh, like old fellas, these zombies. Yeah. Whereas in 28 Days Later, they were like Usain Bolt. They were right after you. So um, mm. those type of zombies absolutely uh, scared me uh, witless as well. But um, yeah, I think, that, yeah, 20 Days Later, The Shining, you can't go far with those two. I'm telling you, I've mentioned this already, so mine has probably dragged me to hell because it's that kind of, it's a terrible, terrible movie. It's in no way ever going to win an Oscar, but it's that kind of jump scare thing. It's like, um, it, it's like a, a, what would you call it, a theme park ride of a horror movie. That There's not a lot of substance to it, yes. but it's very jumpy. Do you know, I was just, I, there's one here, if you guys haven't seen it, sorry, I've got a recommendation for you. Have you ever seen Kill List? No. No. Oh, you've got to watch Kill List. This is brilliant. It's it's about um the this paratrooper who's left the force and he's become a hitman and this really weird sinister organization hire his f- services. But the guy they meet in this hotel, he's got these really red looking eyes and the list of people they have to kill is just bizarre. One's a librarian, one's a priest, but they all have some weird significance. And after every kill, weirder and weirder stuff starts happening and it all reveals itself at the end. 
But if you want a horror film that will stay with you for days and get under your skin, it's Kill List. Okay. Oh God, no, I'm not even over The Omen yet. Like, I still can't oh, get over that. that. And you know what the weirdest thing is? My mom called my brother after Damien from The Omen. You're joking me. Yes, that's mad. Why she did that, I don't know. So I'm a bit creeped out by him as well. Well, mind you, like, what am I saying? Like, my son's name is Alex, and uh, one of my favourite films is A Clockwork Orange, and the lead character in that is Alex. So I'm sure I got. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> some from that. So <laughs> listen, maybe me and your mother. Maybe we should get to know each other. Maybe we got this weird thing. Well, hang on there, Gordon. Now take it easy. Take yeah, it I easy. Mean, You're she's on single. the show five minutes. <laughs> First time on the show, and already making moves from mother. I'm sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, uh, listen, Gordon. You obviously have been uh, delving into a lot of the the uh, horror movies over the last while and kind of exploring them in your podcast, Scared Shitless, right? But I've always been. Mm. Fascinated by these urban legends that seem to come out from some of these movies where you're like, oh my God, on the set, everyone died. But are there actually some real life stories of terrifyingly unexplainable things that have happened on the set of some of these like iconic horror movies? Yeah, I think it seems to be that there's two films in particular I'm going to mention here. And they seem to deal with the devil. And anytime you seem to deal with the devil, weird stuff seems to happen on these sets. And you sometimes you'd kind of go, okay, maybe there's a something odd has happened, but the marketing behind it will just hype up the fact that it'll put mm. more bums on seats. But with these films I'm going to now mention, you kind of go, hmm, it's a bit strange. So the, the, the first day of the traps is The Exorcist, came out in 1973. Critically acclaimed, hugely successful. People were already scared before they took their seats because it had this in built terror already attached to it because a lot of the previews had been saying that this is the scariest film of all time so it was fully loaded this movie but behind the scenes there were, over the course of making the film nine people died on set now the reason i kind of sorry i didn't mean to kind of chuckle there but one person oh, that's hilarious gordon to the, to the <laughs> film went, it's such an rarity that nine people would die while making this movie the security guard died one of the actors who had just wrapped like a day later and he was an Irish actor, uh, Jack McGowan, and he died. And there was a special effects person. One of the sets burnt down. All the, the, these things were happening. It was getting to the stage where, as I said, nine people died to the point where William Freakin went, ah, hang on a second here. This is just getting a bit out of control. So he hired a priest to come to the set and perform an exorcism. So just essentially he performed a mass um, because freaking went this is just bizarre like this just does not happen uh, on a film set and even for one of the sets to burn down because the one of the the head of special effects he did feel at one point when you know what we are dealing in particular territory that none of us are accustomed to we're dealing with the devil for those that are anyway religious we are stepping into a world that we're none that 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 we shouldn't be has this got anything to Mm. do with some of the strange things on set because for a lot of them outside of the deaths there's just no way that this uh, one of the the sets could have burnt down like a lot of them were like going every security measure was in place how that set could have burnt down is still a mystery to this day no one's quite sure and, and then that's the story that they're putting out there anyway but um so that's a really really odd one and i mentioned about another movie with with a devil connotation is the omen and like some weird things happened on that film too. There's also some tragedy uh, attached 
in the sense that Gregory Peck, the star of the film, his son sadly took his life by suicide just before he was due to film. Gregory Peck was on a plane. The plane was hit by lightning. And one of the um, the, the writers of the film, David Seltzner, his name is, his plane was hit by lightning. So he got these two planes hit <laughs> by lightning. And then... Another very strange thing happened. There was um, about 11 members of the crew and they, they, were, they were currently now in production on the movie and they were going from one set to another because some of it, a lot of it takes place in the UK and there's, and there's another portion of the film takes place um, over in Israel. And yeah. on, on, one, on a flight oh, uh, leaving the UK, the plane crashed onto a motorway and hit a car which then went into another car and 11 people attached to the film's production that were on that plane died so again you're going like what the hell the film's director um richard donner and who would also helm the likes of uh superman the movie and the lethal weapon films and the goonies he stayed in a hotel that um ended up getting attacked by the ira just when the film had wrapped but So, he, so a lot of people thought, Jesus, isn't he lucky that he actually uh, that he that managed to survive? But he did get get hit by a car, so um, he thought him. So he didn't get that wow. lucky. So um, it just Holy seems God. like what, it's like that film talk. Like you thought, The Exorcist was bad. The The Omen that was literally but, but, bad but, but, things happening. That's literally kind of like a Final Destination in real life. <laughs> I know, and you know, and ironically enough, Final Destination, all those mad deaths in it, um, were, was inspired by The Omen. Um, oh, was believe it? Believe it or not. Yeah, it was inspired by The Omen. Yeah, absolutely. It's mad you draw that correlation. That's actually what happened. So uh, that's a freaky, freaky occurrence. But again, there's two films with all that mad stuff, and uh, there was this devil-like connotation attached. But it's weird that it's happening in very old films, like from the 70s, 80s. Yeah, I know. It is strange. Like, there is another incident happened in 1983 there was a, the Twilight Zone the movie so Steven Spielberg was the producer of this film and it was like an anthology so you had um, you had other big directors like Joe Dante who would go on to make uh, Gremlins he was one of the directors but another of the directors was John Landis and he was you know at the time he was uh, the talk of Hollywood he was having huge success with an American werewolf in London the Blues Brothers so his career was on the mm. ascent but one of the things that happened on set was that it was a it was a tragedy involving a helicopter now just to before I reveal what happened, one of the actors involved in John Landis's little sh- his vignette within the Twilight Zone the movie his name was Vic Morrow uh, he was a character actor um who was you know, constantly, you know, working predominantly in television on a lot of the big shows. But his daughter is Jennifer Jason Lee. For those uh, might be able to, who would know her, she was like she was in the Hateful Eight, and uh, she was in Single White Female. But um, so her father, um, he had this premonition a few months before filming Twilight Zone the movie that he was going to die on a film set, and so he took out this huge life insurance policy, five million dollars to be precise, of this uh, life insurance policy. And it just stayed with him that he was going to die on set. So it so much rattled him that um, he just went, I, there's something to this, um, did this premonition. Anyway, back to the, the set and John Landis, he wanted to shoot this scene at night whereby this helicopter um, it was set within Vietnam and all these explosions were going to go off and he wanted to shoot it late at night and they hired two Vietnamese 
child actors, but they didn't go through the union. So they hired them illegally. And because do you have to go through the union because there has to be certain rights attached to children mm. on set. So like, for example, they can only work for certain periods. So by mm. hiring non-union actors means that you can skirt the rules. But if that's found out, you're in massive trouble, massive, massive trouble. And also you've got to bear in mind making films, especially where there's like explosions and things like that. You've got to obviously think of children's safety predominantly as well. Like even to go off on a slight tangent, when Stanley Kubrick was making The Shining, they never told the little boy who played Danny that they were making a horror film. The long and the short it was, Twilight Zone, the helicopter that they were using to shoot the scene ended up crashing and it ended up killing Vic Morrow, who was uh, underneath it, along with the two child actors. And it, oh God. W- was, it, it was absolutely, as you can imagine, devastating. When Steven Spielberg found out what happened, he went bananas because John Landis had kept saying to the helicopter, I want you to get, go down lower, keep going down lower. The pilot was like, we're going to go solo. We're going to get hit by one of these explosions that's going to go off. Because of the pressure that they were being put under by the director and because he had hired actors that he shouldn't have, it just had escalated into all of this tragedy. And lo and behold, that's what happened. So, uh, yeah, that is a horrific thing that happened on the set of The Twilight Zone. He had a premonition that he would die on a film set. Jesus, that's that a bit is grim, so isn't it? Weird. Yeah. Really weird. And here's another one to, th- to throw at you. One final one for you. I mean, if that wasn't uh, weird enough, when you talk about premonitions and weird things, Bruce Lee and um, his family were believed to have been cursed. Bruce Lee, the film that was going to break him into America was Enter the Dragon. Mm. And he died just before that film came out. He died in Hong Kong, which is still under quite mysterious circumstances as to how he's died. I think they've always kind of fudged his death, if, if truth be told. But his son, Brandon Lee, well, great things were expected for him. And if people rewind the clock back to the 90s, we'll know that his big calling card was going to be uh, The Crow, and which eventually got released. But you'll remember that he died on the set. And again, very strangely, that there was a scene where his character is shot by all the... by dozens and dozens of these like gangsters but they're all obviously firing blanks but what happened was and it's still unexplained how one of the supposed blank bullets managed to get released from the chamber of one of the revolvers and ended up hitting him in the abdomen and he was rushed to hospital and he died on the operating table just like his father he died just on the cusp of his big film being released that would have just put him stratospheric and it all then, if he goes right back to the curse that was supposedly put on the Lee family. So there you go. Another weird death um, on the set of a movie. And Spooky. there's nothing nothing explained about who or what cursed them back in the day. Or was it just his folklore that then the family was cursed? Cormac, I'm not 100% sure actually in regard to where that curse lies, um, whether or not it was uh, some warring family that, that cursed the Lee family. Um, exactly. But there was meant to be some sort of weird demon that was meant to have been placed upon the Lee family. I'm not exactly sure how, but this is added to the mythos behind uh, both the tragic loss of Bruce Lee and his son, Brandon, um, that both of them were being cursed. Where that curse comes from, I'd still love to know. I must have, I'll have to look into it. God, so yeah, weird. No. None of these films have been resolved. Like none of these deaths have really 
had any kind of uh, conclusion, I guess, which is the most terrifying of all. But uh, Gordon, thanks a million for taking the time to chat to us today. And what are you doing for Halloween? For me, Halloween, do you know what? I'd love to say I'm going to kick back and watch loads of horror movies, but the joys of having a three-month-old child has (laughs) brought things very much. I'll probably be in bed by about 10. (laughs) So, uh, no, I think it'll be fairly sedate. (laughs) Well, uh, listen, Gordon, always a pleasure having you on. If you're a horror fan and you want to go into even more depth with some of the people involved with a lot of those movies, find and subscribe to the Scared Shitless podcast on Spotify, Apple, all the usual places where you get your podcasts from. Listen, Gordon, thanks a million. We'll chat you again soon. Guys, thank you so much. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.